And welcome to another edition of DS Walk Show. I'm your host, DS Walk, or you call me DS, you call me D. It doesn't matter. Just welcome to my show. And on today's show, we're going to talk about one thing, one thing only, and that is about college football and how the NCAA and all these institutions are dropping the ball. And we're going to hit on a little chirpiness here and there between Ohio State and Michigan. And then we're going to talk about some of these players after now. So, why wait? Let's get right to it. The NCAA and these schools, they are just dropping the ball. When I hear this story, about Colorado State on how they've been intimidating, disencouraging, threatening these young student athletes to not report that they caught the coronavirus or they tested positive of COVID-19 from the leaders in the athletic department. That's a disgrace. That's a shame. Because basically you tell these players, I want you to go out here, not say a word, and if you do say a word, I want you to lie about it. We don't care about your health. We don't care about your safety. We don't care about your well-being. We want you on that football field or we want you playing fall sports. Do not say anything about testing positive for the COVID-19. This is at Colorado State. And that's a disgrace. It's a disgrace because it goes to show you time and time again that these institutions do not care about the student athlete. And I don't want to hear a word or anybody saying that they do. Because you got one school, as we know right now, as of right now, didn't follow their own protocol. And I guarantee you there are other schools out here like this. That's why you have the, the players in the Pac-12 protest and demand because they know what's up. They know that these these schools and these conference don't care about them. They only care about the money. Because to these conferences and to these schools, they're dealing with the simple fact that there will be no fans in the stands. They're dealing with that. But they want to save that TV money. They want to make as much money as possible before they would actually have to call it call the season off. In which my opinion, I don't see college football happening. If it does happen, it's not gonna last too long because it's so hard to be social distance in college in football, period. Not just college football, just in football period. And two, when you got leaders in the athletic department. Encouraging, threatening these athletes to never to lie whether they test positive or not for the COVID 19. 
And then when you got a head coach, you have to put out a statement. Then you got an athletic director, had to put out a statement. Then you have the school itself. They had to put out a statement. The school president, who is actually doing the investigation, a thorough investigation. I'm quite sure that the uh, school president, who is Joyce McConnell, president of Colorado State University, I'm quite sure her head part exploded when she found this out. And I'm going to read through what she said on Tuesday. And she, I, and she quote, I am launching an immediate objective investigation into the athletic department following allegations that student athletes have been intimidated and threatened as leaders suffer disregard the COVID-19 protocol. Coaches, players, and sports medicine staff at Colorado State University told ESPN that the athletic department leaders are discouraging athletes from being tested for COVID-19, are failing to provide accurate information to local and state health officials, and are ignoring guidelines to quarantine athletes who might have been exposed. So that's telling you right there that the leaders of the athletic department of Colorado State do not care about the student athlete's health or safety at all. So even if these players do did test a positive 19, they're not going to let them quarantine. They want them back on the field. And they're failing to report it. And they're failing to give out accurate information. Yeah, that's some type of leadership they got going on down there in Colorado State. Football players have been told their playing time could be affected by a positive test and a test after due to COVID-19. Are you serious? So you threaten the players who tested positive. You threaten with their playing time. Really? What do you think the players gonna do? You threaten them with their playing time. Well, I can't lose no playing time, so I might just go ahead for practice and uh, and get ready for practice and start playing. You know, because I don't want to lose no playing time. I won't lose no snaps. Of course, the players gonna follow that. But like I said, I said a long time ago, it only takes one player to get pissed off and to report it. And there's more from Joyce McConnell. She herself was interviewed by ESPN, and she said she was shocked by the allegation and said the school will protect anyone against retaliation. And she said Colorado State would not play football in 2020 unless players feel safe. So in other words, she's going to pull the plug on Colorado State football season unless the players feel safe. Bravo for Joyce McConnell. I'm glad to see a president of an institution stepping up to the plate and said there ain't going to be no season until the players feel safe. But wait, there's more. There is more. And Rams head coach Steve Adazel Steve Adazel, 
who issued a statement later on Tuesday saying that the program has developed a comprehensive COVID-19 prevention plan in collaboration with the University of Pandemic Preparedness team, which includes strictly enforced process and procedures to build and maintain a culture of safety, compliance, and responsibility to all members of the football program and the community. So in other words, yeah, there's a plan in place. And yes, I try at least to follow it. And then we have a statement. I'll, I'll get to that for that director. And it goes on to say, the health and welfare of our student athletes on Colorado State football teams are top priority. I will fully support President McDonald's investigation into the concerns about whether these protocols were properly followed by everyone involved in our program. We want every student athlete to have confidence that we are taking every possible measure to ensure their safety. And we will continue to work with training staff athletic department and the university to evaluate implement any additional steps necessary to live up to our high standards. In a statement, athletic director Joe Parker said he supported the investigation. And he goes on to say, it was chosen to read today that any student athlete is concerned about our department commitment to their health and safety. Parker said in a statement, as we Reciated daily with our staff and student athletes. Their health is our top priority. So if their health is y'all top priority, then why are you guys on the investigation? Are you on the investigation? See, when we talk when they talk about leaders and athletic program in the athletic program. You know what they're talking about? The head coach and the athletic director. They're the leaders in the athletic department. They're the leaders in that program. So while they out here window washing, talking about the plans that are in place and that, yes, I support the investigation. Y'all two are the leaders of the athletic department. What the hell is going on? Why you guys are dropping the ball? Why you got discouraging players from coming out? Why you threatening their playing time? Why you didn't make it safe? Why you not putting their health first? Because it's about money and wins and losses. That's what it's all about. And it's sickening me to my stomach to know that. And you got people out here. And you got coaches out here. You got programs out here who really don't give a crap about these student athletes' health and safety. They just want to go out here and play the game at all costs. It doesn't matter. Again, 2020 always, 2020 is showing everybody in true colors. But the one color that never changed is how the coaches and their staff approach the game or how they approach the student athlete. 
Because some of these coaches and these coaches that don't give a damn about their health and safety. They just want them on the field and go out there and perform. They don't care if they got tested positive with COVID-19. They don't care if they out, if they injured or hurt. Get back on the field and play. If you don't play, I'm cut your playing time down. Or you're going to have less snaps. That's what it's all about. That's why you see the Pac-12 is on conference call today with the, their commissioner. Because they have demands. And if their demands are not, not met, they won't play. That's why you've seen over the last couple of days, players and the commissioner of the Big 12, I'm just with the Big 10, having their conference call. And I don't know if the players have threatened that they won't play or not, but I'm quite sure it's at that level. That's why you see these two athletes are fighting back because they know they're not being compensated. They know that these coaches and these coaching staff and everyone in the athletic department, they don't give a damn about their health. That's why they fight back. That's why they have demands. But as long as you got presidents like Joyce McConnell, who is doing this investigation, who basically threatened to pull the plug on the Colorado State football program for this season, if the player's safety not only met, if the players don't feel safe, she's going to do that. I wish we had more presidents at these institutions would do the same. Because the NCAA, for some odd reason, won't do it. Because they're still trying to figure it out. Like most of these schools, like I should say, like most of these conferences, especially in the Power Five, how could they make that money? How can, how can they make some of that money back? They're going to lose. How, how can we get the season start on time or even better? How can we get the season start on time and finish on time? If we have a delay, that's fine, but how can we make some of that money back? That's their part. That's what they're thinking about. It's not about the student athlete self. It's not about their well-being. It's a shame that these it's a shame that these parents send their kids to these schools, knowing that they don't care about their kids' health. They don't care about them at all. Personally. If that was me, and that was my child, won't be playing. I know better. Won't be playing. Because they show their true colors time and time and time again. They don't make the right decision. They make the worst decisions. I'm talking about the NCAA, I'm talking about these schools. They make the worst decisions. And the worst decision they make, business decisions. And you know the best thing that these players do right now is stand it up for themselves. Ladies and gentlemen, there's going to be more of this. There's going to be going to see a lot more top ten, top fifteen, top twenty prospects in the 2021 NFL Draft opt out. 
Michael Parsons, the number fifth ranked prospect, the top linebacker in the country, has opted out. Greg Rochelle, the top, the reigning, defending ACC Defensive Player of the Year, he opted out. Farley, top cornerback from Virginia Tech, a top 15 prospect upcoming draft, he opted out. There is more. And you know they all have in common? Is that there are they are preparing for the 2021 draft because they made a business decision, they made a personal decision, and they know this season might not happen. This season is not worth playing. Especially where you got a virus out here that might can end your life, that might can end your career, that can end your season. And that might down the road will cost you millions of dollars. That's why they're not playing. And because they know they're not being compensated. They're not getting no money from endorsements. They're not getting money for the shoot, these shoot deals. They're not getting money from these schools. They're not pro players. That's why they opted out. That's why. That's why. <laughs> that's why they're doing it. That's why they're being courageous. That's why they're taking this chance. And to me, it's no different. From a player who, like Joey Bosa, who suffered a, a court injury, and he, I think he played like one or two games for Ohio State, and he shut it down. Even though he could have came back um, later in the season, he shut it down. He was like, you know what? I'm a top five pick, a bona fide top two pick. I'm not going to sacrifice or cost myself more money. I'm going to shut it down and prepare for the NFL draft. That's why when you see Christian McCaffrey, who didn't play the last game for Stanford University, because he didn't want to cost himself any more damage or money. That's why you got to understand these players, they pay attention. They know what's going on out here. They know that these schools, these coaches don't care. They know they just want them to go out here and entertain and perform. But they also know they're not getting paid to do it. They also know there's no compensation. They know that this coronavirus could do some real damage. That's why, nope, that, nope, they ain't doing it. Not going to do it. No. What I'm getting at, ladies and gentlemen, is that the NCA needs to step up to the plate, put their big, big pan, big man pants on, and either call the season or delay the season. I need these schools to start protecting the student athletes. 
I need these coaches to stop thinking about wins and losses. Stop threatening these players to play in time. And understand, this season is going to be different. This season is not going to be like others. You have to follow the protocol. You have to follow the protocol that's in place. You cannot sacrifice these student athletes no more. You can't threaten them with playing time. You can't threaten them of cutting their snaps. You can't threaten them anymore. Times have changed. 2020 has changed the time. 2020 has changed the way everything is done now. These players are not scared. These players are standing up for their rights. They are standing up for their health. They are standing up for their safety. And they're not going with the status quo. They're not putting up with the BS. So if you want these players to go out here and play and entertain the millions of people who are watching on TV, if you want these players to go out here and sacrifice their health for 10 weeks, You want these players to go out here and put everything on the line? You're going to have to take care of these players. You have to take care of them. There's no more, no more of those threats. There's no more saying no. There's no more of, uh, let me think about it. Uh, let me see what I can do. These players are serious. And for the Pac-12... Big 10, ACC, SEC, Big 12. I hope you guys are listening. I hope you guys are paying attention. I hope you I hope I hope the Power Five Conference, the other four, minus Pac-12. I hope all residents pay attention to the Pac-12. Because if the Pac-12 don't protect those players, it's not gonna be a season. And it's gonna be a trickle fat. Because let's say all the players, all all fall sport athletes say, nope, we ain't playing. We think the winter sports gonna do. We think those student athletes gonna do. They're gonna follow suit. Cause they're gonna see, yo, if y'all, excuse me, if you guys not gonna protect them, then I know y'all not gonna protect us. This can be very tricky and this can be very dangerous. This is not the time to sit on your hands and sit back and watch every, how everything's going to fall. This is not time for that. These schools, the NCAA, they're going to have to be on the same page. They're going to have to work with these student athletes. And, and look, for the first time, for the very, very first time, they got to accept the fact that they don't control anything. The ball is not in their court. It will be in their court. And when they get the ball, they can't drop it. 
The players hold the cards. Because without no players, there's no season. If there's no season, there's no money. If there's no money, schools will have to cut programs. And we already seen that's happening. You already seen University of Connecticut basically just shut down, cancel their football season. Say, nah, it ain't happening. Mm-mm. Because the risk is not worth it. And I'm quite sure you might got some of those players who might be pissed off about it because they want to play. You might got the head coach and coaching staff might be disappointed because they want to go out here and play. But I get a lot of credit to the University of Connecticut and their leaders when they put the plug on their season. Hell to the nut. Now, I'm not saying that's going to be a trend. I'm not saying that we won't see other major schools and these major conferences do the same thing. We might. We might not. But rest assured, if these schools and these leaders, if they don't do it, I almost promise you that these players will. And at any time they don't feel safe, at any time they feel like these co- these coaching staff are not following the guidelines and the rules and they take advantage of them, these players won't hesitate to pull the plug. Because they understand now they hold all the keys. They got all the control. Not like back was in the 90s and the early 2000s, excuse me, where players kept their mouth shut and they did what they was told. It's one back in the 80s when that happened. It's one back in the 70s when that happened. This is 2020. Players are not staying quiet no more. They're not taking no for an answer. It's either compensate me is either put some guidelines in place to protect me, protect my fellow brothers, protect our health and our safety and it's won't be, or it won't be a season God, I love this man I really, really do I love this, I'm happy to see that the players are taking back control I'm happy to see the players I stand up for themselves But on the flip side, it disappointed me to see that these institutions, minus Connecticut, minus Colorado State, so disappointed that these institutions don't give a damn like they should. It saddens me, breaks my heart. Well, we got a got a minute left on the show. So, apparently, there was a, they had a Big Ten conference call. And on that conference call, it was Jim Harbaugh and Ryan Day. And Ryan Day was talking. He was saying some interesting stuff. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just paraphrasing here. He was saying some interesting stuff until Jim Harbaugh interrupts Ryan Day. 
and accusing him of breaking the rules on on-field instructions. Yeah, so, so what? That's where I come from with it. I love Michigan. I love Jim Harbaugh, but you know what? You're all Hagan's house state. Stop complaining. Stop being paid. Beat them. When you beat them and win the Big Ten, win the Big Ten East, then I won't come on my show and say stop being petty. But until you beat Ohio State, I don't want to hear nothing out of your mouth about Ohio State on how Ryan Day and Ohio State Buckeyes are breaking rules. Because you know what? The NCAA ain't doing nothing about it. So be it. So, on that note, October 24th, Michigan, Ohio State. It won't be the last game of the season no more. But put on your calendars. October 24th, Michigan, Ohio State. I will be there watching. And I hope Jim Harbaugh got these boys. If there's a season, I hope we got the team ready to play and show up and beat Ohio State. That's all I'm going to say on that. Thank you for listening to DL's Walk Show. I'm out. Peace.